Hello and welcome back to the Husker Half Hour. I'm your host, Ben Herbel, alongside my brother, Elijah. And today on the show, we're going to be looking back at the Huskers' 44-8 victory over the Northern Illinois Huskies. We're going to be looking at the good, the bad, and the needs improvement. Let's do this thing. What's up? <laughs> How you been, man? Good. How's your day? My day's great. Thanks. Subbed, subbed as an art teacher today. So art. Yeah, I took an art history class once in in university. <laughs> no. How old were these kids? Uh, they were like ranging from freshman to seniors. It was kind of it was pottery okay. one, mm. like four times, and then a couple digital art classes. Wow. So I knew a lot about the history of art. <laughs> I've never done art. So. Imagine like the kids like the little pots now. Rembrandt. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So let's get into the the deep thinking thoughts of Van Gogh and his psychedelic, angsty, poppy seeds. Ear. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Van Gogh yeah. ear, ear dead shot yeah. mystery. All right, Elijah. Let's dive into the game. Are there any stats from the game that really jump off the uh, the page to you, Ben? Um. I know I look at it, and what really jumps off the page to me is the rushing yards. Diedrich Mills was the first 100-yard rusher against the Northern Illinois defense in, uh, that was 18 games now. He was the first in 18 games to get 100 yards rushing. Nebraska, as a team, rushed for over 200 yards. Heck yeah. Uh, Mills had 11 carries, 116 yards. Mo Washington, impressively, 4 carries, 63 yards. Pound that rock, baby. Uh, uh. Adrian Martinez, 11 carries for 44. I think the, the running game really impressed me alongside Martinez. 16 of 27 is all right, but 257, that's uh, a good amount of yards and two yeah. touchdowns. Especially as we were talking about the strength of the Northern Illinois defense being that front seven um, going into the game. And, and the front seven did look good at times. Yeah, for They sure. flew around. They got off blocks well. Yeah, they definitely... They could, blew up some plays, but then it was it was the big plays that got to them. They gave up too many of them. Nebraska also averaged four-plus four yards per run between the tackles for the game, which was good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you just, I, we just... I think we just wore down the, the defense as the game went on. Well, even... No, that's not even true. Right away, we broke off some big runs right at the, right oh, yeah. at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, I think it was sweet to see Dietrich Mills come into his own a bit more in this game. Um, obviously he, he looked more patient. He looked a lot less, just get the ball, put your head down and run. Right. He looked a lot more like he was reading some stuff, making a couple cuts, which is, it was good to see. I could see some development, which he admitted to. I th- and he, did you read any of those interviews? No, I didn't. He, he said, that's sweet that you noticed that then because he's, he's self-evaluated that after the game and said, um, the first two games he was getting the ball and immediately putting his head down and just hitting, hitting the hole in this game. He felt like he was more patient waiting to see blocks, um, which is the Nebraska system of mm-hmm. find your hole and and be more patient, find the zone, blocking, find mm-hmm. where there's a gap and hit it. So a little slower, maybe a cut behind the line even to, to shoot into a gap and 
and hopefully get to the second level and make first contact at the second level. And so he was saying that he felt like he was more patient this game. So more to come, hopefully, from Dedrick Mills and Mo Washington as that fire and ice combo in the backfield. It feels like the offense is finally starting to hit their stride a little bit. Yeah, at least gelling. How about gelling? Yeah, sure. Um, play calling was still a little off at times, uh, i.e. The, the screen call on the one-yard line on our own one-yard line led to a safety. What the yep. hell was it that? It was aggressive i'll give him that it was unexpected i'd even go as far as to say stupid yeah okay well some people might say that <laughs> um I, I don't agree with it i can see why you think you might catch a defense off guard because they think oh no chance they were in a screenplay on the one yard line but they saw it coming um, yeah here's the the beautiful thing is at the end of the game we can nitpick and be really pissed about a screenplay in the end zone as opposed to anything else. That's what I said last week. As I said, after Colorado, was, I said I was tired of um, games where we come away saying, oh, we learned, but we lost. This is a game where I feel like the team actually could still learn some, mm-hmm. um, but we got a pretty resounding win. That's that's ideal. 100%. The offensive line missed blocks still. Mm-hmm. Uh, the play calling missed play calls. Missed some play calls. Um, I think we were still pretty make or break on a lot of those. We had some some drives where we didn't get a lot except for big big plays, big chunk plays, where I'd love to see us grind a little more. I mean, you saw that as the game wore on and the Northern Illinois defense got more tired, uh, Let's, i.e. the end of the first half. Yeah. That final drive, oh, my gosh. That was perfection for me. That made me mm-hmm. so happy. And also – And that's what the offense is built to be. Get the ball, get down the field – and also what we we didn't see at the end of the Colorado game. Yes. So ho- I'm hoping I hope that's evidence that they worked on that in practice. I think I like the aggressiveness too of Scott Frost there mm-hmm. to say and the offense to say we're not just going to run down the clock here. Let's go get a touchdown. Let's make I, a statement. I think Frost may have realized a little bit in this game that it's okay for him to set up the run with the pass. Mm-hmm. Last year was always set up the pass with the run. We're going to run first. We're going to open up stuff passing for Martinez through the run. And I think in this game in particular. Um, more so than Colorado and in South Alabama, Frost was okay with throwing the ball on second down, um, being a little more unpredictable with his play calls on first down and using the the danger of the passing attack to open up lanes for the run game. And it worked out well. A really balanced attack, 248 yards passing, what, 227 yards rushing, I think. Uh, worked out well. Yeah, I think Adrian seemed more like himself. Mm-hmm. There were some, some great mature, I think, decisions and checkdowns on passing plays being patient in the pocket waiting for a guy to get open um that looked great he spread the ball around more this game which is something that i think was a big talking point last week for coaching staff media fan base was let's see some other wide receivers in the game um we saw more of that i think seven guys caught Mm -hmm. the ball during the game yeah and mike williams had his first catch keno i know had his first catch yeah Uh, austin allen had his first catch uh Darian Chase had his first catch. A lot of guys getting their first catch of the of the year on Saturday. That's always good to see. Yeah, also that that um Pola Gates catch in the end zone was great. That Kenoinoa. Oh. Pola Gates is the defensive back. Yeah. The Kenoinoa catch in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um that back corner was fun to see. I hope that's a, a sign of what's to come in terms of I think he balances out the wide receiving core well. Did, did you see that that catch made on NFL Sunday countdown? Yeah. You got Moss. Randy Moss is a segment every single week where it's called You Got Moss. It's just like the catches where you go over defensive back to make the play and he made it on there. So congrats to him if he's listening. He's not but he's not listening, but he got like he got two feet, if not three feet. He got, he got two three. the third was close. A step, yeah. 
Um, so that was sweet to see again. Yeah. Hopefully some balance there in the wide receiver room. Um, I think overall the offense felt more balanced. Mm -hmm. I felt like for sure, obviously the run was something we wanted to see. We wanted to see, I think Dedrick Mills looked, looked awesome in terms of if he can get some momentum next week against Illinois, then heading into, I mean, into big 10 play, I think the offense does need his style of running between the tackles. I think Mo, obviously he's got an extra spark to him, man, those plays where he just didn't even get touched. Phenomenal. Just insane. His talent and his speed and the control he has of his body. He's got what you can't teach with his elusiveness and speed. Stuff you can't teach. He's not naturally got that within him. It's just such he's such a danger to any defense. And I think we could we could go the whole season with just Maurice, but it wouldn't be the same as, no. as if we can get both of them going on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Um, get that downhill running of Mills. If he can improve on on what he had this game in terms of being patient behind the line and really making that first burst through the line of scrimmage without getting touched and carrying that through the rest of the season, I think that's going to be dangerous yeah we'll, um, we'll get into a quote from there's a quote from mo berry saying that he felt like last week in practice that Dietrich mills felt more like divine Zigbo. um he was he was playing with his head up and he was waiting in the backfield with his eyes up looking for the hole rather than mm-hmm. just barreling ahead with his head down speaking of mo berry i kind of want to get into the defense we can talk about what the offense needs to improve on going forward a little later yeah but sure. let's get into what the defense did well and i think that was they made northern illinois one-dimensional Mm, okay elaborate i said that in our uh our pre our pre-game show where i said the key for nebraska is going to be to shut down the northern Illinois run game earlier and make uh bowers throw the ball and we did that he was 25 of 44 248 yards um but one interception and that's what that's what you, you strive for is you don't let them get into a rhythm for our defense you don't want the offense in a rhythm you can bend but not break that's exactly what i call 248 yards and an interception and no touchdowns mm. i didn't think there was a single drive from Northern Illinois, that they felt dangerous. Yeah, there was, there was that long pass play to their tight end that set up that that goal line stand for the defense uh-huh. that felt a little dangerous because of the field position. But even then, somehow I felt pretty confident, even though we were on our two-yard line, that we were going to be able to stop them. I mean, excluding sacks. Northern Illinois ran the ball a total of 25 times mm-hmm. and threw the ball more than 44 times with some sacks. It's almost 50. So I think that's exactly what Nebraska wanted is two thirds of the plays were Northern Illinois dropping back, throwing the ball, which was into the strength of our defense. Lamar Jackson played great. Mm-hmm. DiCaprio Budo played great. Cam Taylor played pretty well before the injury in the second quarter. Yep. And even after that, then um, Eric Lee played well. Eric Lee. Um, Isaiah Stallward played well. Uh, Eli Sullivan had the fourth down stop. Yeah. Sullivan was and Sullivan's a walk on. Um, yeah, walking from Colorado. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that that secondary is even getting better every single week, which is scary to think about because Darian Daniels and that D line really stuffed up the inside. Mo Berry had like nine tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, defense as a whole, I give an A borderline A plus for this game. Yeah, it was great. I, I love that they were all upset that they allowed field goals that they're, and obviously it's a Northern Illinois offense that is, doesn't have. They're still Huge Northern weapons. Illinois. Yeah. yeah, they're still Northern Illinois. And so, uh, I think right now we are we are ranked number two in the nation for run defense. Uh, is that yards per carry? I believe. Yeah. In terms of yards, yep. yards per carry, not in terms of yards. Not the game. Yep. 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 So yards per carry, we're number two, which that's going to improve as we play Ohio State. I mean, that's going to get worse 
as we play Ohio State, Wisconsin, other Big Ten teams. But for now, I think great confidence. Um, Darian Daniels is doing a great job stuff in that middle. The Davis twins, um, good pressure, I think. I think some of those stunts looked super sweet during the game that we were throwing out there offensive line. Um, <clears throat> yeah, overall, the defense was just solid, man. I, no complaints from the defense. Every time the defense went out there, I felt confident. The defense came out, I'm like, okay, we'll get the ball back in three to six plays. Yep. And also, uh, concerns in Colorado, stalling out towards the end of the game, felt great the entire game here, I think. Yeah, and that's a, that's a Northern Illinois team that gave Utah some fits offensively. So I'm happy to see that from the defense, and I'm excited to see what they, what they can bring next week at Illinois. Yeah. Let's go into maybe things that were scary to us still about this game, Elijah. Still play calling offensively it felt like we were too reliant on big plays um as as an offense i didn't feel like we could really put down a drive where we get four yards per play consistently and then just slowly drive down the field it felt like we'd have a broken play a penalty a half decent gain and then we'd pick up a third and 12 yeah that's what it felt like it, it, we never felt to be truly in rhythm yeah some big some big Maurice would run it outside for... It, it never Clark. felt like a game where we... Looking back, it doesn't feel like a game where we scored 44 points. Yeah, it felt... Especially in the first half, I think you saw us athletically wear them down in the second half and started to rack up it, more it was, yardage. It was 30-5 to five at halftime. Oh, I isn't, guess isn't that weird point. to think about? Yeah. Yeah. I felt, I felt like we still had like moments in the first of being lethargic and moments yeah. of being like, oh, we're really not moving the ball great here. And then we'd have a 60-yard my Washington run, or we'd have a nice little 30-yard catch by Austin Allen. Yeah. But going into the game, Northern Illinois being their strength, I guess, I mean, we kind of said that on the pregame show, that we knew that Northern Illinois was going to get stops. They had a great uh, third down, um, not conversion, I guess would be, a third down stop Yeah, third down rate. stop rate. And so we knew that they were going to be able to get off the field if put in a third down situation, which we saw. How many times did we, how many times did we punt in the first half, though? Uh, not that many. I, I don't see twice. Yeah, so we didn't even punt that much. It just felt like it felt like the drives weren't just like moving. It no. felt like we still no rhythm. I still don't know what these uh, the offensive identity is. Right. Yeah. When I look at that offense, I go, "Is the identity? Do we run to set up the pass? Do we pass to set up the run? Are we trying to be balanced? Is it Adrian Martinez's show and we just kind of put on his shoulders? I don't know what our identity mm-hmm. is still." But obviously, if the rest of the season this is what our offense looks like, I don't have as much confidence going into the season being a big play offense. But also, if that's what our it works for us and that's our identity is cracking big plays, it's not going to work against every team. Yeah, so it scares me. Yeah, do you think we're it's not asserting our dominance? We're not going to take the top off Ohio State every single drive. Right. We, we Colorado figured out the big plays and we couldn't take the top off them in the second half. That's why we lost. Right. So we need. That's the next order of business is we can score points. We know we can. We need to be able to consistently go put a drive. That's what our strength was at the end of last year was mm-hmm. we put together some solid drives into last year. I remember the Iowa game, um, not so much the Michigan State game. We had no rhythm mm-hmm. that game. Which is Iowa, Minnesota, um, the, the games that we won or were close at the end of last year, we were putting together some solid drives. And that was our problem at the beginning of last year was that we'd only have a, a 60-yard pass to J.D. Spielman or we'd have a 40-yard pass to set up a touchdown run by Martinez against Wisconsin, you know? Yeah. I'd say I'd attribute that to still our offense had a lot of puzzle pieces that are coming together by the end of the beginning of the season. It's still, they're still figuring out how to click. You, you it, can see the development though. There wasn't enough, there wasn't enough carryover from last year in key positions to make it 
not have to figure out our rhythm. Running back wise, losing Divine, it's going to take time for them to figure out their rhythm running. Offensive line wise, losing our interior, mm-hmm. it's going to take time to get that to click. So I think coming into the season, I'm I'm hoping we continue to improve, continue to get better, continue to just to click in rhythm wise as as we figure out how to play. One thing I will say with the offensive line is the pass protection looks really good against Northern Illinois. Mm, yeah, I don't think was there a single sack from Martinez. I don't. Uh, get it. There he, was a couple. There was a couple close calls where okay. where he uh, where was that one where he stiff armed the guy in the middle and then and then ran out and yeah he he ended up throwing it away. There's a couple that one that looked like it was going to be it could have been intentional grounding but somebody was in the area Williams was in the area or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like a couple of those though where he was a little happy feety. Where where he kind of he could have made a throw from the pocket, but then he just, he took off a little before he had to. Hmm. I think so. I do think his happy feet looked better this game. Offensive line pass blocking looked better. Offensive line run blocking looked all right. And I guess we were we were worried about the pass block too because of that speed of those Northern Illinois defensive linemen mm-hmm. and the stunts they were going to throw at us. So I thought they picked it up pretty well. Yeah. Um. It's they're still learning too. So two weeks before Ohio State. Can't overlook Illinois, but yeah, it should be a learning experience against Illinois to go in there, get a winning, and learn up, and get yourselves right for Ohio State. Let's talk about special teams, Elijah. Oh, I mean, four blocks in one game. What the hell? Yeah, that's across all sides. They they we blocked two punts and they blocked two field goals or an extra point and a field goal, and it, it led to Armstrong getting benched as a field goal kicker. Yeah, because because his approach was so slow. I was get, getting confused because I didn't think he was ridiculously slow but also there's no hustle in him seeing pressure and trying to get it off i mean good good on lane mccallum to get in there and get some snaps so walk on from norfolk yeah good for him he uh started out at air force as the a backup kicker and backup mm-hmm. safety and then scott frost got hired so he he walked on here and now he's 100 percent walked on as point. a safety yeah walked on as a safety now he's 100 percent on extra points mm-hmm. so good for him but i'm not sure what they're trying to do on punt team northern illinois that is I'm not sure what they were trying to do. They they were just like it was a floodgate of guys running towards the personal protectors. I'm not sure what the personal protectors do whenever you got five five guys. guys. Yeah, yeah, you're literally just outnumbered. <laughs> do you see the slow mobility of the punter whenever he was going to punt the first time? No, he got that, blocked. No, uh, is that the one that got blocked or he just the one he just stopped on? That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he drops the ball and he starts moving his foot and then he just jumps out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> he made a business decision. Kind of fun to see. Have has Nebraska really thrown that at anybody? Just a full on punt block like that i think that's probably something we saw at scouting was that their their guys on the line just released up field oh so we, what we did was they kind of spread out the field and then we just stacked the middle and we'd rush two guys through a gap and then it'd be five on three in the personal protectors and what do you could do with that set up some sweet field position great field position which, which our offense couldn't really couldn't capitalize, capitalize on, on which is disappointing that was part of the that was part of the game that that was disappointing to me yes we get the ball at the 30 yard line and would have you know that's also why we had less punts now that it's all come together is because because we had we yeah. were in field goal position and got blocked yeah so that's why we didn't see as, as much of the punt team was because we were consistently in pretty good field position how about the one that got blocked and then uh the holder went and batted the ball into the end zone or towards oh, the end zone you remember that isaac armstrong yeah 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 he's yeah, he, he, he batted it and yeah. armstrong got the illegal touching on it yeah 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 because <laughs> yeah, he yeah. went and just batted the ball towards the end zone brilliant almost i got really excited for a minute yeah and then i like if only he could have done it more discreetly reminded me of uh a, who was it uh tj warden super bowl 50 against the panthers whenever cam newton fumbled and then Cam Newton wouldn't jump into the pile. Remember that that big controversy where Cam Newton got strip sacked, 
and then the ball's sitting on the ground and he goes to dive at it and then he decides to back away instead and then TJ Ward lands on it and tosses it forward. Yeah, that's right. Or, was it, or was maybe it was Von Miller who landed on it and tossed it forward and they didn't call it. Go Broncos, whatever. Ooh, How about that Broncos ending though? This is completely unrelated, but that was awful. Yeah, speaking of and not speaking of anything, just speaking of the Broncos. Holy crap. Welcome to the Broncos half hour with Ben and Elijah yeah. Herbal. <laughs> We're going to talk about our Broncos angst. Um, yeah, that was disappointing. But you know what's not disappointing? Nebraska got uh, the win. Yeah. Uh, Segway, we're hey, back. If anything, the speaking of just like having a win, that felt nice. Just yeah. to, just the scoreline felt nice, dude. I think heading in, I, I needed that after Colorado. I think ne- Nebraska Cornhusker Nation needed that mm-hmm. after Colorado. Just a, a good old-fashioned thumping of a team that we needed to thump. Like a game that if, if it would have been close, I would just I don't know be not even I wouldn't be disinterested in the season but I think a lot of fans would say well here we go again like I would, I'm not ready for the season to be like this I think it kept hopes alive hopefully for us and the team I think that hopefully showed that the team practiced hard and if anything coming off that Colorado gut punch the team didn't buckle the team didn't give up the team didn't throw in the towel um yeah I just want to ask you um quickly before we go who was your offensive MVP for this game and why? Hmm. Offensive MVP. Hmm. Some good options. Diedrich Mills had the 100-yard yeah. rushing game. Yeah, uh, yeah, Martinez yeah. threw for 257, two touchdowns. I'm trying to think. Offensive line played pretty well, but it's kind of hard to pick. Yeah, them I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it to Mills. I think. I think he. I think he ran hard. I think he clearly worked on stuff this week. Um. I th- I think yeah you could see the work he put in between the two games. You in could terms see of the improvement. Strain. Yeah, you could see improvement. The strain <laughs> that uh, the uh, Diaco quote we had last week on the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> the strain. Are we are we picking up on the same thing here? Am I am I not, am I missing something? Yeah, like what? You could see the strain, right? right? It's like what? 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 what the strain. Those guys were were fighting hard. Like, yeah, anyway. and the the results weren't where you want them. But you could see the strain. <laughs> what? <laughs> what nonsensical what? answers. It sounds really cool, though. Anyway. Good vocab words. Yeah, you could, see, uh, you could see, see the strain from Mills. Yeah, you could see the strain from Mills. You, uh, I should get a little, like, I should get a little sound bite just so that we can throw into shows whenever we quote that. See the strain. strain. <laughs> just a little, little clip. Um, <clears throat> so, no, yeah, Mills, I think you could see the improvement. It was. Uh, even in the second half, whenever Mo went out with that injury, what happened to him? Did we figure that out? Mo? Yeah. Oh, he, he had a little bit of a hip injury as a precautionary thing that kept him out. And that's going to be our only issue with him, I think, is can he stay healthy? Frost he's, said in the postgame presser that it was nothing major. Fine. He was expecting to be full participant at week or in this practice all week. Sweet. Good to hear. It was just a precautionary thing because we're up 30 to 5 half. Yeah. I just love I love him granting that out. I I think I'm excited for him to even just getting those reps, I think, and you know, the the Yeah. I'm I might go uh offensively, I think MVP limited snaps, but Mo Washington. Um not based on any stats. He did have the two touchdowns, which look great, but it's it's an eye test for me. You watch him and he transforms the offense. He's electric. He brings a completely new element to the offense with the speed off the top. The defense has to respect it. Uh, anytime that Mo Washington is in the game, it's one of those guys where the defense has to go, okay, 28's in, key on him. Mm-hmm. And that just opens up a lot for the offense. Mm-hmm. And I think we could really see that against Northern Illinois, especially when he was in. You could use him as a decoy. When he had the ball, he was electric. He he was my MVP. Which I hope both of us, so we both picked 
our running backs. I think that hopefully means that there's the offen- improvement in the offensive line. I wouldn't give them MVP. I think they still made mistakes. I think they were still uh, lethargic at times. Every once in a while, it's a, big, a, little raw. a big issue this season is that even when the entire line plays well, if one person misses an assignment, it really screws us up. I think we're still getting some of that. One person missing a block here and there, or at least not sticking on a guy long enough or having the right angle. But I would say there's improvement this week. And not many uh, penalty calls in the offensive line this week. Hey, I was going to say penalty calls at all this week. Yeah. I, I was going to, I was actually, I had I in should, my head. I look at the stats, but I don't remember a holding call. I was, I was going to segue actually from those block punts. I thought it was phenomenal that on, on all of those punts that we didn't have any, any rifling the kickers. We didn't have anybody running into the punter, which was sweet. I was going to segue that into, we had just, how many penalties do we have? Do we have? I'm I'm looking. Give me a second. Um, Nebraska didn't pick up its first penalty of the game until being flagged for unsportsmanlike contact or conduct with 18 minutes left in the game. Three minutes left in the third. Uh, who was that on? That was was that on Stovall? I think on a mm. kick. It was on a kickoff. Mm-hmm. Remember that where we kind of went and blew him up and he got unsportsmanlike. Um. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, so yeah, a clean game. I think hopefully that's, oh gosh, so many times in the past, just the, even last year, especially oh, last year, especially last year, like that Northwestern game. And it was just whatever. shooting yourself in the foot. The Colorado game Colorado last game. year, uh, at Ohio state, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot, which I think was bit. still a byproduct of the Mike Riley era that carried over until last year, just sloppiness. And with penalties, it definitely would have screwed us if we had more penalties in terms of our offense being make or, make or break with, with big plays. I was wrong. I said earlier that Nebraska had, or that it was a total of four block kicks in the game. It was five. Yeah. Five block kicks in the game. Is it five, including, mm-hmm. including the punt that doesn't really get blocked? Yes, that, that, that counts. So that does count. That, that counts as a block. Yeah. Okay. Nebraska uh, at the half had zero penalties, which I knew we had one penalty for 15 yards. That was the unsportsmanlike was the only penalty of the game. The whole game, the whole game, the unsportsmanlike. Gosh, was the only that's penalty. a beautiful things thing. you love to see. And I didn't Ooh. didn't realize that until just now. But then I was thinking back, I'm like, wow, I don't remember many penalties. Heck yeah, I love I love being able to see us play aggressively, even as the defense play aggressively, play ears pinned back, but then not getting penalties. I said that earlier in the game is what's the key stat. And I think I said something about the rushing attack. I lied. One penalty, fifteen yards. That's my key stat. That's a key. That's stat. my key stat. Let's. I hope that's the new Huskers. Well, good result this week against Northern Illinois. Yeah, dude. I think feeling good going into Illinois this week. Mm-hmm. New look Huskers. Maybe no more penalties. New, new Off, look. offense finding its rhythm. You have to tune in to our pregame show. Which we're going to be posting on Friday. Yeah, uh, watch out for that. We're going to take on the Illini and Lovey, Lovey and the Illini. It's like a terrible band. band. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Awful band. Loving the Illini. All right. Well, signing off for Husker Half Hour. This is Ben. And this is Elijah. See you Friday. Bye. Bye.